Welcome in, everybody, to the Can We Kick It podcast. I'm your co-host, Mike, along with Chuck. Yeah. Hey, hey. What's going on, Chuck? Nothing much. What's up with you? Not much, man. Hadn't been working as much as you have. You've been working your ass off. Yeah, we got a lot going on. It's uh, been really fun. So, and uh, I did get, you know, I was thinking the other day, I've been home two weeks out of eight weeks. <laughs> so <laughs> yeah. it was it was nice, a little Thanksgiving to be home during Thanksgiving and uh, this week as well. But actually uh, getting ready to leave for London for a little week-long vacation. Nice. So you're leaving uh, from the White Lotus Maui um, based on your background yeah. to go to the White yeah. Lotus London. So, yeah, yeah. So all white lotus all the time. Are you are you a full blossom now? Like you're no longer leave for a petal? Yeah, I'm um photosynthesis or <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> you're you're a stem. Yeah, you've been around long enough. You're a stem. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I'm some kind of um <laughs> in all seriousness though, in real life, with all my I spent like forty five days in Hilton properties this year. So I am now a diamond elite member of the hilton honors big so, swinging free yeah. extra bottle of water yeah extra bottle of water extra cookie <laughs> yeah. and i get i get a complimentary up room upgrades oh nice if available so um we'll have to test that out you and uh, shane from get, season one just fighting over a private plunge pool and patio yeah i'm gonna be like talking to armand and uh <laughs> I'm going to be pissed if I don't get the room I want. So um, good. I do get to go, as soon as I come back from London, I do get to go back to Baton Rouge. Oh, nice. Uh, on December 12th. So, um, yeah, more time more time at the uh, the Hampton Inn in downtown Baton Rouge. The I, managed not to, <laughs> I managed not to get murdered so far in Baton Rouge, which is a plus. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so. Oh, man. Oh, yeah. I heard it's pretty dangerous there sometimes. But oh, yeah, no doubt. Yeah, I haven't had a problem. That's I good. like I like Baton Rouge. Not enough to go there. Six out of nine Six weeks. Out of eight weeks. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Do you have a good but, Thanksgiving? Otherwise, yeah, just it was pretty chill. Um, my mom's birthday was that week, so we celebrated that and. Um, did Thanksgiving over there and uh, hung out with Ashlyn and my parents uh, over the weekend. So it was really nice. good. It was nice uh, doing with uh, my favorite thing is to hang out with with the uh, Ashlyn, my parents, and Blanca, and when Dylan comes home. So don't like to go out and do much else, but hang with them. So it was nice and. Uh, Tried to get caught up on things since I've been gone so much, but still working through that. What about yeah. you, you guys? No, yeah, it was pretty quiet. Um, did a lot of preparing, and then Thanksgiving gets here, and Jackie tests positive for the flu. So had to manage the entertainment while she was passed out. Um, so had family come over and just had a meal and 
hung out for a little bit and then they left. So tried to keep her in quarantine as much as possible, but uh, it was, it was a good chill Thanksgiving, you know, I had the parade on and then just watching nothing but football um, was, was some really good football um, over the weekend. Yeah, that's all I've done is watch football American and real football. Yeah. Like right. continuously with the world cup. So yep. Thanksgiving day was great. Cause at football with that you play with the soccer ball all day <laughs> and then American egg throwing ball football three programs all day yeah yeah and then one college game yeah and then Friday football and the Saturday yep. football and Sunday football and football so it's great yep. watching uh, good- watching some some Tigers you know have a disappointing end of their season I fucking loved it personally but I know some people in Baton Rouge didn't take too kindly to it. I I almost wore my OSU hat for because uh, <laughs> uh, I figure you have an Aggie hat on, but um, hey, yeah, still no. had a losing season. We're not bowl bound. I'm not wearing shit. Go on Twitter and follow the Texas people because they're like they're they had the greatest season ever. Oh, greatest! Like, they're back. They're yeah. like at least. We didn't finish five and seven like the Aggies. And then the Aggies are like, haven't y'all finished five and seven like a bunch over the last few years? Yeah, but we 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 play in a tough conference. We don't have to we don't get to play Vandy and Kentucky and all like it's like the, the <laughs> Texas people are delusional. Like yeah. I don't know. Texas football fans are delusional. It's fucking about great. how good they are. And they're yeah. like they were listing their transfers, like who is entering the portal, and they're like, okay, it's I mean it's good because you know, we really, we need better depth, you know, yeah. and, and then like, and then it's just like, it's just, they're so delusional. Lose some it's of the just, baggage. Let's get some real meat in here. Yeah. It's like that QB. I, I can't remember. I think it's heard is transferring. Carson, and like, oh. hard, hard, yeah, or hard, hard. Yeah. That's it. Hudson card. Yeah. That's it. Yeah. Yeah. And then so they're good. like, yeah, and they're like, oh, well, yeah, he wasn't very good. And then the people are like, yeah, yeah, yours was really good. And they're like, well, he got hurt early on. And then, you know. To Alabama. And then, yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's so stupid. Sorry, Classic Texas story with, fans, with but... yeah, TU football. No, I yeah. love it. Yeah, their conference is so tough that Texas Tech actually beat Oklahoma and Texas for the first time in the same season ever. It's really tough conference this year. <laughs> Fuck off. <laughs> And and the the funny thing is though is that like I Big Twelve is tougher than the Big Ten at least. Totally. Like I was reading something today that like I didn't even realize that Michigan was playing Purdue. <laughs> like, <laughs> like yeah. it's like and they're playing an unranked team in their conference championship. Like TCU is playing Kansas State and they're both ranked, and Georgia and LSU and they're both ranked, and Utah and USC in the Pac-12, and I think Utah is ranked too, if I'm not yep. mistaken. But it's like the only – I can't remember ACC who's in the championship game. Clemson, North Carolina. One, yeah. Yeah. And both but are I think ranked, both I think. of them are ranked. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So it's like every the Big Ten Big Ten's like, we have a tough conference this year. It's like, no, you have two teams. Yeah. The rest of them are garbage. Yeah, they're in the it's same like, division. Like, please. Yeah. Purdue is a four-loss <laughs> team fuck out of here yeah 
that's amazing. Oh, it cracks me up. Like, I love how every conference has their own bias. It's so good. Like, dude, the Big yeah. Ten has Northwestern. We saw what happened to them against Nebraska in the first game of the season <laughs> in New Orleans. That was hilarious. They they beat Nebraska, and that was like their only win all year. <laughs> yeah. And I bet on that game. That was great. Yeah, it was so good. Oh, my God. And I do have, um, you know, while we're, we're shift to the World Cup. Yeah. I did. Um, how about the the baby Yankees US qualifying coming out of their group with the big win on against Iran the other day or Iran? Yep. Can't say it right. The other day. So that was um quite nerve wracking. Um still not Captain, Captain America putting his body on the line. Yeah. Yeah, he sacrificed his nuts um uh, <laughs> and his ability to have children to score a goal for America. So <laughs> yeah. take that Trump. Yeah. Uh, uh, but yeah, it was, it was uh, my um, idea. He was huge. Yeah. I put him in the men's national team. <laughs> Someone on Twitter put that like that he was a big time soccer player and that he's he sacrificed going pro so he could get into business and politics for America. I'm like, oh my god! Some of these people are so vile. Yeah. Oh, dude, so delusional. But his son is in the DC United system. Uh, Baron plays for the like. In the DC United, hmm. um, like youth teams or their system team, so interesting. He's like super tall. Apparently, he's pretty good. Hmm. Um, but I was reading, reading an interesting story about about him and like getting to meet like Trump when he's in White House, invited a lot of soccer players and Washington, whatever the Washington DC the DC United players hmm. and. Uh, he also had the host of the president of FIFA. Oh, uh, there you go. <laughs> so, but the most corrupt person in our organization. But right. yeah, it was interesting to read. Like, um, you know, because I don't think anybody should pick on Baron at least because he's still underage. And but it was interesting to see his passion for soccer. I was reading That's an cool. article about it. It was good. Yeah. But then the U.S. play. I did. Um, I did bet on USA to tie to draw Wales in the first match and nice. when I was in Louisiana, so I got money off of that. And my two World Cup winning picks are still alive. I had uh, DraftKings. I bet on um, Argentina and England to win the World Cup. So nice. one pays $100, one pays like 60 or something. So um, should be – I got a good shot. Both of those teams are qualified in the next round, so – but the U.S. has a big match um, on Saturday against the Netherlands. Yep. And the Netherlands hadn't looked very good. Your boy from Liverpool, Van Dijk, was shaky at the back. Um, they, I mean, they advanced. They were in a pretty easy group, I think. But I think that's a winnable game for the U.S. Uh, yeah, it'll be a which, good matchup. Which I'm interested because uh, – so we'll be in London. And – the game is three three p.m. in London, and we're going to be at uh, Crystal Palace versus Botafogo, a Brazilian team, at like twelve or twelve thirty that day. And then we're going to go watch the game at, at a pub afterwards. Nice. So a lot of the Premier League teams on break are playing friendlies or like warm up matches for their players that aren't at the World Cup. Yeah. So. Crystal Palace was the only one that was playing that weekend. So at home, so we got 
um, uh, some tickets to that. Nice. So we're going to go to Selhurst Park and watch Palace play a team from Brazil. So I've been nice. trying to find like a Crystal Palace jersey like to buy in the U.S. and get here in time. And it's like a, impossible. But, yeah. but like just go to the store and pick one up when I'm in. Oh, yeah. Go to the yeah. London, so. go to the fan club while you're there. Yeah, that'll be sick. Take some pictures, man, because I, I love yeah. seeing Premier League stadiums and stuff like that. Yeah. Yeah, I know on our agenda, like one day, like I'm going to go to Stanford Bridge and I think we may go to the Emirates where Arsenal plays. Even nice. though they won't have games, but I would just want to take a picture of the stadium. Yeah. So nice. I, I could just go to every every uh, football stadium in, in London and be happy <laughs> on the trip. Yeah. <laughs> but you guys have any plans coming up for December? No, nothing really. Just uh, some family time, you know, sister and dad's birthday. We're just going to spend some time with them. Uh, but other than that, not really. Just uh, trying to take it easy with the holiday coming up. <laughs> nice. Smart, smart. Yep. Well, cool. Well, um, let me know. I don't know what I can bet on in the UK, um, but oh, definitely yeah. we will. Um, we will definitely. Uh, I don't. Uh, don't know what I can bet on, but if you need something there or we're in Baton Rouge, just let me know when I go back. <laughs> yeah, I might hit you up on that because we got some bowl games coming up in the college football playoffs. So oh yeah, I'll yeah. throw some money at the playoffs. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Well, well, let's shift and talk about White Lotus. Shall That's we? Amore. <laughs> That's Amore. Ah, you get to sing it like Mia. That's <laughs> Amore. Whatever she does. It's too bad she's going to wind up a whore by the end of this. Oh, wait. <laughs> wind up? <laughs> you mean... Floating in the water, dead with totally uh, with Lucia and with um, all the- with Ethan and with Aubrey Plaza and with <laughs> Albie and with uh, Cameron. Yeah. Oh yeah. They all just <laughs> go out on a boat and the boat crashes and they just all die. Daffy's like, "Oh, yeah. I'm sick. I don't want to go out the boat." And it was like her plan the whole time to have like Cameron killed. I've got a theory. Uh, whenever we get to theory corner, perfect about what happens. So, um, yeah, give us a rundown of episode five. Yeah, so episode five, right, we saw the last episode end with Aubrey Plaza really unstable about, you know, whether or not Ethan cheated and she left she left that condom wrapper out. Um, and he finally saw it, like, the next morning when they woke up, and she's, like, ragging him about it and accepts his apology to some degree. Um, but then that's when... Does she accept his apology? Yeah, it's like grudgingly, but not really. Like, because she really hypes it up. Like, while they go on that, like that wine tasting trip, um, she just increasingly, like, hints that she knows what happens. She's like, "Yeah, why don't we just get some E and just go crazy?" And Cameron's like, "Dude, what the fuck?" <laughs> yeah, I don't. I don't think she. I. I don't think she believes Ethan that he didn't participate in anything. Yeah. Totally. We we know she didn't, or he didn't. Yeah. But even if he didn't, you know, he mentions that he never in this episode too that he never. I we never lie to each other. I never lie to you. He did. Yeah. You 
not telling the whole truth is essentially lying. Yep. And as a known liar myself, it, lying never got me anywhere but in trouble. <laughs> and yeah. so it's it's be- definitely better to to say up front what happened because I think if he would have said like, I mean, a he should never let them in the room in the first place, but he could at least said, "Here's what happened," but you know, bro code. So I don't know. Yeah, bro code. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, it's right, like, sorry to interrupt. No, no, like she keeps like embarrassing Ethan and like really like taking his knees out from under him in front of other people. She's like, "Oh yeah, Ethan really likes his porn," and they're and they like have no like sexual chemistry. She's like, "Oh my god, this is so embarrassing and cringeworthy." Um, but like that's what like Ethan accuses Cameron of like wanting to sleep with Harper. He's like, it's like mimetic desire, like where he wants to like have something that Ethan has. Yeah. But then we see, like, he actually, like, starts rubbing her leg at the table, like, Harper's leg, and it's just like, oh, shit. Which we knew that when he was hanging out at the kosher deli while he was changing. Yeah. Are we we sticking with their storyline right now? Yeah, just based on how I wrote it, yeah. Yeah, so, like, I mean, it's definitely, I mean, we saw the last episode, you know, where Harper's trying to process finding the Connor rapper and she's kind of out of it the whole episode. And then, yeah, you know, she placed the Connor rapper there and Ethan finds it the next morning. And then, you know, we talked about that already. He confronts her and then goes through the whole story, you know, and as they go through the day, <laughs> they, you know, they're, go, they're having breakfast with each other. They do every single meal. Like, can they not take a morning off from each other? Yeah. But um, I mean, just say, hey, we're going to chill and have breakfast in the room. Like, you guys do your thing. But they're like, let's do some wine tasting. Or Harper's like, yeah. Like, she's like, all right, let's get drunk let's jump and on figure out what happened. Yeah. Yeah. Let's party. And it's, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> yeah, it's just, especially the winery scene where they're like, you know, you're thinking wine tasting and, you know, you're sniffing and, you know, you're like, ooh, like, and twirling. Yeah. It's just like, Harper is just like filling up to the brim and <laughs> just like chugging, you know, and she like chugs the whole glass and like as they're toasting and then like they're done toasting and she goes, she's like, eh, eh, trying to <laughs> toast everybody. Yeah. And it's like, Ethan's like, what's your favorite? Mine's this. And they're just like, no one's answering the wine tasting questions. It's just like <laughs> a means to get drunk. Yeah, Cameron's like, oh, winery. fuck it. We'll get a whole case. And Harper's like, they all tasted the same. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, and then, yeah, so Harper starts asking all these questions, right? Like, yeah, you guys, you know, ever have an orgy or a threesome? Did you ever sleep with the same woman? With- yeah. Yeah, and like I mean, they're Cameron and Ethan are both know like what this is leading to, and Daphne doesn't know or no clue. Yeah, and and so it's just it's all purpose to make them uncomfortable. Yeah, she knows what happened, and um, you know they finish up. They're like, "You want to go to another winery?" And they're like, "Yeah, let's go." And they just <laughs> yeah. It, but yeah, the whole mimetic desire thing, and that was funny because 
Um, that was at the winery, right? Yep. Or was that at dinner later? But where? Oh, yeah, because he was saying that. Uh, did they ever sleep with the same girl? And Cam was like, we were kind of in a different dating pool and like winking at Harper, you know? Yeah. And he's like, yeah, any girl I like, Cameron fucked, you know? And just, <laughs> yeah. and it's like, you have mimetic desire where you want something that someone above you status has. And Cameron's like, you didn't have a status above me. Like, yeah, but now I do. And like, everybody's like, oh shit, where did Ethan come from? Right. Yeah. He was like, yeah, but I was smarter. And he was like, yeah. yeah, so and he's like, well, maybe you were fucking these chicks thinking you would get smarter. And he was just like, it's <laughs> just like Jesus. Yeah, yeah. Cameron's like, yeah. Ethan is like swinging hard. Yeah. Well, I think I mean he knows he's in trouble no matter yeah. what because Harper doesn't believe him, and so he's like trying to go after Cameron, and rightfully so because Cameron's, um you know, not a great guy. And nothing but we learn too. Daphne's not really great either. <laughs> um you know, they they go to dinner and you know, like they're they're talking more and you know, Cameron asks a question. And <laughs> do you think Aubrey Plaza had a threesome with Paolo and whatever? He's like is that your cousin? There's no way. Oh my god. Yeah, it was like, yep, that's so made up. Yeah. It's just her face. She's like, Paolo. <laughs> like yeah. that's cracking up. Yeah. But yeah, do you think when Cameron's touching her leg, you know, the first time she doesn't move away, and the second time she kind of does. I mean, Ethan and Daphne see that, right? I or don't do you think, think so. Hidden? Yeah. I think it's pretty hidden, at least the first time it was. And then, of course, she's, like, wasted. And she was like, oh, okay. And then she, like, comes to her senses. I don't think they saw it. Yeah, I think, I totally think Cameron is trying to mack on it. And then, then um, you know, they, yeah, I think, because he has the mimetic desire. He wants something he doesn't have and that someone above him has. Yep. And so whether he's going after... He's going after Harper and then also, also their money, trying to get them to invest with him. Yep. So he's going after someone higher status and something that he doesn't have. And I think I think we're starting to see that Cameron doesn't have, they don't have the type of money that Ethan and them do. And he's kind of, the whole trip is set up to try to convince Ethan to invest with him so he can make, you know, money off of Ethan's money. Yeah. Make his 50%. Yeah. You know, his, his, uh, his pink sheet, uh, stocks total yeah. Jordan Belfort, make his 50% cut. Yeah. And, you know, we get the, at, at the end when, you know, Daphne and Harper are outside and before the, sensual smoking at each other scene with Harper yeah. and Cameron. But they start to talk and Daphne doesn't really want to hear about what she thinks went on and starts to go into her thing, you know, with her blonde her blonde and hair and blue-eyed trainer in the yeah. city. And then you want to see a picture of him and then she gives him a 
is a picture of a if her son. Yeah. That's blonde hair and blue eye. And you're like, I think it's, you know, there's a lot of confusion about what that was. Like, did she, were they drunk and she didn't give him the right picture? I think that she had, her son is from the trainer. The first one, because you see the two kids in the picture. And the first kid, the old kid is blonde hair and blue eye. And then the new is like brown hair, like Cameron. Oh, shit. I didn't even um, pick up on that. Okay. Yeah. It's it I that's the first thing I picked up and I listened to a few other podcasts about it. Like one podcast didn't even pick up on it and they were like, I didn't get where she showed a picture of her kids and said yeah. trainer. And then another podcast I was listening to was like was on to my thing. Cause as soon as I saw the kid, I was like, Holy shit, the trainer's kid is their first kid. Oh my um, god. Yeah, you know, Cameron's probably too stupid to realize, you know, that Hey, this kid doesn't look like me, but or his his ultimate free pass to just keep fucking anything yeah. that walks. Yeah, yeah. Wow, so, I did not pick that up. That's an amazing catch. Yeah, that was really obvious. Now I think about it. Yeah, because I remember she yeah, like even, she was, was like, "This is a picture of your son," and she's like, "Oh yeah," and she like throws the phone, and you're just like, "That was fucking weird." Okay, and, and like I read like a couple of different recaps that didn't understand that part, and then some that were like, "Is that the trainer's kid?" So wow. it'll be, I mean, I don't think, I don't think we'll hear any more about that, but that was, no. yeah, I think it was, you know, it could mean a couple of things like, all right, bag him, like have a kid so you can lock him down. They're going to do anything they want, but we can keep the money or we can keep our lifestyle or, right. I mean, that's another thing too. Right. So, um, but yeah, anything to add on their storyline? I really like, I, I could see as we go on with them that, um, two or three of the four wind up dead off a cliff. Um, totally. So th- this is, this is where my theory comes And Like my theory is that, um, maybe Daphne finds Daphne and Ethan find them like up on that thing. Then the, that Island where the lady was killed by the mobsters and thrown over. And like, pushes them off a cliff or Ethan does too. And then jumps and Daphne sees it all and then goes to the beach. And I was reading somewhere. If you go back to the first scene of the first episode, she's like, Oh, you're just going to love it here. You're going to have to drag yourself out of the, you know, out of the water or yeah. You're going to die. They're going to have to drag you out of here. It's just like, yeah. And then she walks into the water and then sees the body, you know, but the only other thing is, like, wouldn't she react if that was, like, Cameron or Harper or whoever differently, right? But you don't see them three. So that's kind of my – one of my theories. I mean, there's – it could be anybody still. We have no inclination. We may have some inclination based off some other stuff that was said in here, but it still could True. be anybody. It's still a tough one, yeah, because it's I, – I'm starting to have this also, like, alternate theory that Cam – that. Daphne is trying to is like going to have Cameron killed. <laughs> she's at the point no, where think, she's like, fuck this relationship. Fuck this guy. Well, that's what that's. I think it's we're in Sicily and we had a lot of Godfather stuff, right? They went to the Godfather Apollonia's where she was blown up and a lot of Godfather reference. Mm-hmm. We're in Sicily, Sicily mafia, you know, does, 
the Greg hire the the gays? Are they like the gay mafia in you know Sicily, and they're gonna off Tanya? Did is Daphne hiring a local to kill Cameron, and like, do they Ethan and Harper get in the way because Cameron's with Harper up there, and Ethan finds it, you know, and they all get whacked. I mean, or the horse, the Italian girl is like an Albie. And I mean, there's so many, like, yeah. With two episodes left, do you think mafia starts to get involved? I mean, you can't really add more characters, but no, but we're, we're seeing, you know, we'll get to it in a minute, but like Lucia's pimp is now relevant in this. He comes into the picture in this episode. If, if you believe that's her pimp, that's a great point. So, What's the transition? Because there's it's hard to transition because a lot of the characters are starting to cross. Well, in the other two storylines, right? With yeah, Tanya and Portia. Yeah. And but let, let's do the um, the three guys. Yeah, the Albi. The Degrassis. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah Albi uh hooked up with Lucia. And then what was it like? They go to leave that morning. She's like, how about my money? I can't remember when she brings it up, but he's like, what money? What are you talking about? Yeah. And she's like, oh, I, I thought you knew. I'm I'm an escort. And he's like, what? Yeah. Yeah. Oh, my God. Uh, I mean, I can I can go to the bank. I mean, I don't want to insult you. <laughs> she's like, no, no, no. It's on the house. Don't worry about it. And he's like, no, 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 no. I'll get the money. And then what? He's at lunch with his dad or at breakfast with, his, with Dominic and Bert. He's like, dad, I need cash. I need yeah. to go to the bank. He's like, well, I, I got, got like 200, 200 euros. euros. Yeah. I, need I need 2,000. <laughs> For what? None of your fucking business. That's why. Yeah. <laughs> he knows it. Dominic knows it, it. He keeps looking over at Lucia. Like, and yeah. You know, like, okay, I'm going to go. Um, I don't want to have lunch with you or breakfast with you guys. But, well, yeah, Bert almost ruins it. It's like, he's like, they're escorts. And they're like, <laughs> how do you know that? <laughs> Yeah, Dominic's like, shut, shut the fuck yeah. up, shut the fuck up. Well, they were coming out of my room, and uh, you know, Eskimo. But, yeah, fuck. Bert's got to get in on that too, huh? No. Oh, he will. He's gonna play the dead man card. Yeah. Does Bert die in this season? Right. He's already had multiple concussions. He just had a walking concussion in this episode. Yeah, and he's gonna. I can't control what I say. I'm concussed. Or whatever he's got, he says. Like, the bandage on his head. I can't control what I say. I'm concussed. I don't know. Yeah. He's so good when in we'll talk we can talk about the scene later, but him, F. Murray Abraham and Michael Imperial, their conversations in this episode were great. It's like oh. a master class in, in acting. But um yeah, I mean Albi like and Lucia are now kind of a thing, and I think she kind of, I think her motivation now is she's got this innocent kid who lives in LA or in California and is woke to the cause of prostitutes, you know, and all she wants to do is go to LA. Yep. She told Dominic think, that in the first episode, just saw it like two hours ago. Yeah. So I think, I think she's going to try to use him to go get him to bring her to LA. I think Anchor that's maybe. what this is. And this is, well, this is why I think she's going like, no, no, we can hang out. It doesn't have to be money thing. And 
it's like the long play for money. And I think yeah, that's oh, yeah. where the, you know, when they go on the ice cream date and the city and they run into her pimp, I think it's just, a, it's all a setup now. Like that's like a friend or something. And she's preying on Albie's sense of innocence. Like I can you know, so see like, that. Yeah. As a, as a sex worker, I think he's more like if she's like an independent contractor and doesn't, you know, cell phone. (laughs) She's an entrepreneur. Yeah. Yeah. So, but if the pimp is taking money, then I think he's like, you know, going to try to defend her or play this card. And like, she's going to be, help me get, you know, I need to get away from him. And like, I need to come back to LA with you. I just want to start over. Yeah. Yeah, that guy's name is Alessio. Yeah. Yeah. Alessio. Yeah, he's like, Albie is obviously smitten. I don't know if it's like the first chick he's ever hooked up with. But like, uh, Dominic like tries to talk to Lucia and he's like, just stay away from my son, okay? I don't remember what she says to him, but it's just, it obviously doesn't work because he tries to warn both of them and they're both like, we're in love, Romeo and Juliet. Maybe they both die. Maybe they're the one, maybe they commit suicide. Romeo and Juliet style. Yeah. Yeah. Or Albie gets killed trying to save her from Alessio. Totally. Know? Or, um, yeah. So it's, it's interesting to go with that. And we see, you know, I mentioned before Dominic and Bert's conversations and, you know, at dinner, Bert is kind of, or Dominic is blaming, yeah, you know, Bert for everything, how he, how Dominic is, and saying, you know, you never show me how to love and, and relationship. And he's like, I loved your mother, you know, and it's like, I think it just highlights the three generations and how that generation's definition of love is different than one generation now the next generation right so totally i think and it's interesting to see in the heartfelt conversation and birch just like eating the whole time he's like like yeah i loved your mother and like uh it's enjoying his boss visual like yeah like i weren't around but i loved your mother like we were together 53 yeah. years or however long because she yeah. like died a year ago right um yeah. from the se- season start but uh yeah, I love how Dominic is like, you know what? It's all your fault. And he's like, no, 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 it's not. You know what? Fuck you. It's not your fault. Like, I made bad decisions. And I love how there's just like the three different viewpoints of relationships between Bert, how he was married for 50 plus years. And he's like, ah, I loved your mother. But, uh, you know, like, I kept yeah. the horrors quiet, right? I kept that I kept yeah. that off to the side. And Dominic and obviously he, just steamrolled his marriage. Well, and then Dom's like, we knew. Everybody knew. Like Exactly. Yeah. It's, and all perspective right yeah he thought no one knew just because that the women of that period would be quiet you know it was cook and clean and stay home for your man and you don't get divorced and it was just quiet about everything so yeah it was definitely a great conversation to see the layers of different eras of men so um and I had another, I was reading something too where um, there are some theories out there that they think Lucia is going to be somehow related 
to Bert, Dominic, and Alvi. Oh man, I can so yeah. see that they're like distantly related because she's they're from, from Sicily. the same town, in the same part, same town in Sicily. I think where where their heritage is from. So it's going to oh, be like a great. third cousin or something. Oh, but that would no. be yeah. So that's I don't know. That's a theory that I heard floating around. It is HBO. Um, that is some Game of Thrones House of the Dragon show. But that's right what, there. Well, that's in our last thing we get where we have the uncle and the nephew. And, <laughs> right. and I was listening to the podcast and they're like, I don't think they're going down a Game of Thrones path where this is incest. I the, I don't think they're related, right? No. But yeah. it is <laughs> it is very House of the Dragon and Game of Thrones where it's yeah. like eh, let's just throw uncle fucking around you know let's just throw some confusion in there while we're at it yeah oh my god so funny um and i mean this episode is so good because i'm trying to think like the other the two storylines just talked about were so good yeah i think my favorite one was the tanya and quentin and tomaso the 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 boat captain the i mean the the he doesn't speak english yeah (laughs) Or he doesn't speak Italian or something yeah. like that. <laughs> I don't know what he's... The yeah. boat ride to Palermo. Uh, I just love, like... Uh, Jennifer Coolidge, who, like, the first season and then ha- the mostly the second season has played Jennifer Coolidge, has played, like, one note. But then since Tom Hollander came along... Yeah. She's almost changed. Like, Tom Hollander is now the, like... Like, the shining chaotic um like shooting star yeah to just kind of over the top and jeffrey Coolidge is like tanya's like the straight man now like yeah. almost yeah. with it's just they're so you know they go on the boat and she's just like very subdued and and then i love like Jack and Portia is like, let's go. Let me show you uh, uh, the the bedrooms. They're fucking posh. And then they go downstairs and yeah. they don't come up for a while. Yeah, and they come deck. up. And, yeah, blow deck, sailing yacht, Palermo. And uh, she's all like glowing. And Tanya's like, where were you? And <laughs> Portia's like, oh, he's showing me the bedrooms down the stairs. She's like, you were having sex, weren't the you? The whole time. Like, the whole time yeah she's like i'm so jealous i'm jealous but she's like more subdued like right yeah. but she's like but it's almost like she's present in yeah. the moment where she's usually you know not as present in what's happening with others around besides herself right yeah before quint right like, she's always like thinking of something like off she's always looking off screen you know off camera always thinking about something that's not in the moment and now that she's around quint and all these guys she's like oh this is this is how I live my life. Like, this is a good time. I'll take some rosé. Like, I want the boat to go faster. And then Quinn's like, yeah, move faster. Like, yeah. Like, to the boat. I'll take cabin. a nip of Moscato or whatever she says. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. I um, love Quinn, man. That guy is so funny. I'm already dude, drunk. Tom Hollander is freaking great, man. Oh, I don't, yeah. I, I recognize him, but I didn't know the name very much. But I mean, obviously, world class. And oh, yeah. He's really good and um you know and they get to the villa and 
Tanya says something, you know, to Portia, which was interesting. It's like, finally a place where someone else is so rich, I don't have to worry about them wanting my money. Yeah. But I think that's also also another red herring, because I think something is a foul. Totally. With Quint and, and team whatever. Um, and I think that, like, you know... Quint makes a couple points and makes some things about how the upkeep of this place is. And I think she's looking for money and, um, you know, they, they, you know, we, the, the storyline kind of diverges because the crew and Tanya go to the opera while, um, Portia, Portia and Jack, Jack hit the go, town. Yeah. So in her, fucking tube top yeah dude she went from like frumpy clothes and bucket hat to like like <laughs> fashionista like real quick yeah like pigtails and it like jackie just watched the first episode she was like what the fuck is portia wearing with like she looks frumpy and like i was like they had to yeah. like bring her down to be on albie's like innocent level and now she's yeah, with Jack. Yeah. she's like no she's like swinging man Which, yeah dude a hundred percent i didn't even think about that but yeah when she's with albie it's like they look like they fit together because Albie's kind of a frump. Yeah. And she's dressed frumpy and it's like two dorky people. And then now she's with like super hot Essex boy. And so she's dressed super hot. I've got pigtails and looking really good. And so it looks like, I'm like, okay, yeah, they're a better fit than Albie and Portia because Albie's, you know, too, too much of a dork for, for yeah. her. But, right. Um, yeah, I mean, we start to see, you know, and, just on their stuff. Real, go ahead. Yeah, don't forget, like, I, I think we're in the, they're at the villa and they're talking about, like, the house and everything. And she's like, yeah. oh, it's amazing. Like, he's like, yeah, but we didn't get the hereditary, like, uh, tax credits or whatever it was. And he was like, but we, if we got that, we'd have to open it to the public. And he's like, but that's, that's not going to happen. And Tony's yeah. like, yeah, you don't want the public in here. And it's just like, okay, yeah. he clearly spends a lot of cash on this place. So yeah. in my mind, he's looking for cash. But anyways, um, yeah, no, I agree. Talk about and I, portion Jack. Yeah. 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 But just on the point, he is looking for cash. I think that's where they spotted time. It's, I think just going back, I think Jack was a honey trap for Portia and, um, Totally in the pool. Totally. And so obviously we know because he's a man whore, as we find yeah, out later. As we find out. But uh in in graphically stunning fashion. <laughs> yeah. uh, but we have um, you know, Portia and Jack going to town. He wants to take her to a, a get a the best rice ball and uh, Arancini. restaurant. Oh yeah. So and good. love love the visuals of the streets of Palermo. You know, they they leave the restaurant and you see like someone chasing after them and they go hide and he skipped out on the bill and you're yeah, like I got my cool. <laughs> <laughs> it, 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 yeah he's like oh, I forgot my wallet and she's like I gotta pay I'm not gonna make the lady pay. It's like you know is he I mean you would think that Quint would have gave him some money you know, to go out. He's never been out of Essex. Some... Why would you think he's got cash enough to hang out in Palermo? Well, it and I and I heard and I heard a good theory that I didn't even think about until 
you know, after this episode came out, it was like, if you think about England and the society, just listening to Tom Hollander's posh accent and, and then Jack from Essex, they're, they're, they're not from the same bloodline or same no. uh, cast in, in society, right? Yeah, so, their, their set of family doesn't hang out with each other. Yeah. No. Well, and that's, but I don't even think they're in the same family. No, no, you yeah, know exactly. I mean? Yeah, they we don't obviously know the they're circles. not now, yeah. but yeah. It's um, like a New Yorker hanging out with like a guy from fucking Atlanta. Like he's just got an accent wait. versus a posh accent. Or, I mean, but it's even like, I mean, it was just like the royalty angle and rich person yeah. angle, you know? And I think that's the way, you know, kind of like the Cockney accent versus like a very well-educated person it's like they're in a different set of society for sure um but yeah back to the jack and porsche's night out you know they they you know have their night on the town and they come back to the uh to the palazzo not palazzo but the villa the big um villa and he's like leave your room unlocked i gotta go take care of something for my uncle Mm -hmm. and you know, we'll catch back up that in a second because I want to talk about Tanya's. You know, they go to the opera. Tanya Royalty and and team. <laughs> they're they're in these posh boxes, and she's like, "Is that the Queen of Sicily?" And they're like, "Yeah," and they're all la- like, and you look at they're all la- they're all making fun of her. Like, oh yeah, went in in the team. Um. We'll call him the team. I don't know what else yeah. to call him. Uh, the the gang. Quentin and the boys. Yeah. <laughs> Quentin and the boys. <laughs> I love it. Yeah. But they're just laughing. They're just like making fun of her, basically. Yeah. But then is that the queen? Of, is that the queen of Italy? And they're just like queen of Sicily. And Tom Hollander like looks at Matteo, and Matteo's like, <clears throat> <laughs> and it's, he's just like, yes, <laughs> yeah. They're yeah. totally laughing at her and not with her. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, and then, you know, you see them both crying, Quint and Tanya, in the opera, Madame Butterfly, yep. holding hands, and you almost feel for a second that they're both similar people just looking for companionship, like, at that level. And maybe that's what it ends up being, but with money involved. But it's very interesting, because it seems like they have very similar taste and connection and yeah because they call they call tanya chic and she look like knows how to dress and and they call her beautiful and maybe it is genuine right because i mean jackie watched the first season just all yesterday she just binged the whole first season yesterday and she was like you know you think it's going to be you know the wife that's killed in the first season it's going to be this huge twist and then it's just really straightforward maybe quint really is a nice guy because he does talk about like he was in love once right and he got burned but he's he's like companionship is so much better because then you don't get hurt. So maybe maybe he is a relatively honest person and maybe he does like her. I don't know, I, but it, it just seems so much I more can, conniving than that. Yeah, it does. And I think that's how Mike White sets it up. In the end, it ends up not being that conniving. Yeah. But I think I think that's how I mean to me this season is everybody's after something that somebody else has. Totally. You know, and 
it, everybody's trying to improve their station in life some way or the other in this this episode so or in this season so um one other thing with the um you know with Quint and Tanya after the opera you know they're chilling at the villa and you know he says that he doesn't Oh yeah, he throws a pack of cigarettes at her. Yeah, they're like having a smoke, right? And she's yeah. he's like having a smoke. A fag or whatever. Fags. <laughs> and he's smoking like and, Marlboro Reds, like, oh my yeah. god, it's rough. Uh, yeah. Yeah. Um when I went to Italy, that's what everybody smoked when I was there in the early two thousands, Marlboro Reds. Oh yeah, it was insane. When I smoked, um, I smoked those for a while. Those are brutal. I, I, oh God, dude. Yeah, I don't see how anybody could, could do that. But it's cowboy um, killers, man. Yeah, that's, yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he he says, um, you know, without beauty, you know, I'd want to die. Or I can't remember the exact quote. And he lives for beauty. Like, yeah. Yeah, and she's like, "We live in a beautiful world." Like she's very subdued. Like she seems more at home. Uh, but when Quint was talking about his first love, a cowboy from Montana. Did you have a, did you have a thought on first thing pop mine is like, was it Greg? Like, does he know somehow know Greg? Oh my like, God. Like he, I, we know that we don't know where he's from, but he works for the BLM Bureau of Land Management in Colorado. Like, is that he Black from Lives Matter? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> no, I couldn't stop laughing. I like, watched that yesterday. It's so funny, but yeah, yeah. Like, the first is in Colorado. Which is like yeah, just so south like, of Montana. Yeah, does Quint like? I mean, could it be just cowboy because he's from America, and you know, was did he meet Greg and like? I mean, it may not, but that was what popped in my head. Like, does he is Greg setting Quint and them up to kill her or to do something to her so he can get like? Because we know that he can't get anything from her outside of the prenup. So yeah. He She's left to go home. Die. What if she she dies? Now yeah. I don't think she'll die because I think she'll kind of be the conduit of every season of White Lotus. Totally. But it's definitely a, you know, they want you to think that at least that, like, Greg. Yeah, if they would have said Colorado, I think it'd have been too, yeah, on the nose. But Way I too think on the nose. Cowboy from Wyoming or yeah. Montana or whatever. He's got right. like three hundred like land uh, like. Rangers under him, right? That he says in the first season. So it's like he could have yeah. guys anywhere and be working anywhere. Yeah. 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 He could work for the, I mean, the BLM. It could be like federal and like the multiple states. I don't know. I yeah. mean, I, I'm thinking that, I don't know. Part of me says that he knows Greg and Greg. That's so good. Like, I'm leaving. You guys come in and we need to kill her. <laughs> that's so, so that's need, such a good point like i need to collect the life insurance and maybe that's what he says like i love you or whatever like he's talking to quint like yeah he you know I, he, like Greta maybe could yeah. be gay exactly that's i was thinking the same thing because we were watching i was just watching the first episode with jackie and like he's on the phone mysteriously like oh it, it's bob it's bob i gotta I'm, I'm talking to bob from work whatever right and then he like they have that weird sexual encounter <laughs> And he's like so not interested. Yeah. And I I honestly think like he may be 
like bait to get her reeled in because even in the first season after rewatching it, he's talking about how he's there fishing, right? He's on this fishing trip and she's like, did you catch anything good? He's like, I just caught this really great fish. Like this one really big fish. And it's like, it's Tanya. Like she's worth, yeah. they say it half a billion dollars. Like this is, and we, yeah, we never see his friends that he's supposed to be there with, you know, in the first season. So it could, um, but it could be that twist, but it's Mike White. It could be straightforward. Yeah. Greg yeah. could be trying to reconnect with his kids because he's got kids or his ex-wife because he's divorced. Yeah. Or maybe he's dying. He's like finally going to die. Yeah. Because he's, he's really the- going home for a, yeah. a treatment or so. You know, I mean, we don't know. And I think, I mean, that's the thing. Like, I think at the end of the day, we're going to end up still being like, you know, just something it's like three guests that we don't know from the hotel yeah. that just like fell off the roof, you know, yeah. it's not any of our main characters. It's I mean, we know in the first season was Armand who was like pretty much the main, I mean, they're all main characters, but yeah. we saw his, the difference is we saw his arc, you know, and the downfall of the arc. Yeah. His spiral. Crash and yeah. Burn. yeah. yeah. We saw, I mean, you saw that throughout the season, um, the trials and tribulations, the spiraling down that you, you just figured in the last episode, he was going to die of a drug overdose. Yeah. And he, d- <laughs> he dies after <laughs> shitting in their suitcase and trying to hide and, <laughs> and plop stabbing him on an accident, you know? It was so, so good. Oh my God. Our brother, so brother B from, uh, <laughs> Uh, friend, friend of the, of the family. family yeah oh my god so, but yeah I think um, I don't know there's so many twists and turns that can happen but there's so many possibilities you know, yeah it, and then we finish off with like just a wild you know I love the camera work in this 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 uh, scene as well you know Jennifer Coolidge just laying in bed and or wakes up and is like hearing stuff and you're like and she's going to investigate, and you've got the camera that's like basically what they do is put a camera like on a track, yeah. And as the the camera is going away from the room, they're zooming in, so you get that like like in and out like room moving effect that has yeah. that she's walking through. Yeah, it's that depth shot, and yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. And then she walks and opens doors and looks in and sees. Jack going to Pound Town on Quentin, and so, so I was like, "Is that the gr- most graphic, like, man on man sex scene on HBO like that they've ever shown?" It might have been, yeah. <laughs> I'm thinking like Game of Thrones had a lot of guy on guy like it, scenarios, it, yeah. but I don't think it was ever that graphic. <laughs> no, not like just too naked people like from behind yeah. i mean just or from the side of them going yeah so yeah yeah it was interesting um but yeah jennifer she's just staring at it like you know and almost like she could have just mouthed like what the fuck <laughs> but that would have been a great ending to the episode just yeah that's <laughs> yeah that's so, that's like the end of the episode so crazy yeah. and it basically like your first thought is okay he's He's a prostitute as well. Like, yeah. And they're paying him to be there just to have sex with all the crew, right? Or yep. at least Quint. 
And um, Jack joked about that. He's like, yeah, it's usually just a bunch of gay guys and an old like rich woman. Yeah. And they yeah. just love grabbing my ass. And it's like, oh, this guy, this guy's fucking all these guys. <laughs> well, and I think we see from a scene next week, he's talking to Portia. And he's like, he just wants to, I forget what he says, but it's like, I, everybody's trying to, and just goes back to my earlier point. Everybody's trying to prove their station. Like yeah, Jack's doing it for money and to try to, you know, align with people and get rich. And, um, Luchy I, I just, is doing the I same thing. Yeah. Yeah. Mia's doing the same thing. Now we didn't, we didn't even talk about, um, Mia getting a piano gig by flirting with, uh, yeah, Valentina. Valentina. Yeah. Valentina moving Rocco to the beach club. So she can, uh, uh, stop their little flirting with each other. And yeah, she um, brought in, uh, uh, yeah, uh, uh, Giuseppe or what? Salvatore, Salvatore, yeah, Sa- Salvatore. Yeah, like, <laughs> that is the craziest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> he says that, like, walking down to the beach club, Cameron. That is the craziest voice I've ever heard. <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Yeah, so yeah, um, it's, yeah, she is all about Isabella. I can't remember her name for the most part, but Isabella. Mia, Mia like officer she's like you're a girl I'm a girl I like girls yeah. you when she's are, like are, yeah you like girls she can tell that right. Valentina is uh, gay yeah or LBGTQ right too legit to quit whatever yeah. acronyms we say but yeah she knows and she's using that everybody's using somebody to get what they want and yeah. trying to use somebody to get what they want and Mia does a great job you know, singing again, and you see she's just lighting up the room. So we'll see what happens in that scenario. If if the Giuseppe, the piano player, comes back from his drug-induced um, sweating, but he should drug be back in a couple of days. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I can't wait to see how this goes. I'm just like, I won't be able to see next week's episode until I get back into the U.S. on December 8th, probably. So um. I may have to figure out a VPN to pick up U.S. Uh, oh yeah, the U.S. like thing so I can watch it Sunday or Monday. But um, two more episodes left. We know some shenanigans are going to happen. I think we're going to get Aubrey Plaza and Cameron. Let me ask you a question: Do you think yep. Harper and Cameron sleep together? I do, or they at least attempt to maybe Cameron gets a little too aggressive, but she really didn't turn him away the first time. Like he macked on her at the table. Yeah. So she's I thinking think she about wants, it. I think, yeah, I think she wants to feel attractive yeah. and sexualized and Ethan doesn't give her that. And Cameron yeah. just wants what Ethan has. So he gets some endorphins after he runs and he just wants to, you know, fap one out. And yeah, she's like, I was only going 15 minutes. You couldn't wait. Yeah, so I love I think how she's like either really wants either really wants this porn. How am I supposed to uh I'm supposed to compete with uh <laughs> whatever she says? It's like Yeah. It was, it was just so great. funny. Um you think uh Daphne and Ethan have revenge took up if it's possible. I think in the scenes for like the last two, epi- you know, the teaser for the last two episodes, I think there was something yeah. that alluded to that. Like they may be talking about it or something. I don't know. It was very strange. I, it's hard to see those two like revenge banging, but yeah, I mean, anything's yeah. possible. It's a Mike White show. I, just, I mean, yeah, I just don't, I don't, 
see Ethan as doing anything like no. jerking off. So yeah, that's a. Uh, do you think Lucia dies? I think she does. Yeah. I want to say my money's on Tanya dying just because she's the heroine of her own Italian opera, but I, I agree with you. They're I think setting she's the, up the so they're setting that. I mean, they referenced that the entire season. Totally. And it's like, and and Greg, like you know, it's like this is your day too, where he like yeah. she's to be Monica Vitti. Monica Vitti, uh, she's dead, you know. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Peppa Pig. <laughs> um. Oh, man. Does. Does Harper die? That's a tough one. Who, I think it's going to be who, one of the two escorts. At least. Maybe both of them. <laughs> Giuseppe comes back and he lost his piano playing job, so he throws me off the cliff. Yeah. <laughs> throws them both. Oh, my God. Well, yeah. I mean, I think I still think in the first episode they say Rocco says a few bodies yeah. right so yeah a few guests you just watched yeah. it yeah a few guests yeah so we know that the escorts have been put on dominic's room as yeah. guests so they, to so, me they count as guests yeah yep yeah, yeah we know so there's that's three why people don't... that don't die right valentina rocco and daphne yeah. because they're all in the first scene leading yep. up to the dead bodies yeah could be anybody yeah 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 we should put a a poll out if anybody that Follows us is actually watching White Lotus. I wonder on DraftKings if I can bet on who's going to die in White <laughs> Lotus. <laughs> Somebody's got to be taking bets on that. I want to see the plus. I want to see the market. It on sounds that. like something I should be able to bet on in the UK. <laughs> totally. <laughs> oh man, I'm going to look for that. That'll be great. But uh, have you seen the title for the sixth episode, the penultimate? No. The title is called Abductions. Ooh. So I'm thinking somebody gets picked up. I don't know, but it's it's titled Abductions. And the last episode is titled Arrivederci. Mm, that's so, a properly named episode for leaving Italy. Yeah, but I'm with you. I Arrivederci, baffanculo, poca puttana. <laughs> I'm with you. I don't think, think Tanya is going to die, Jennifer Coolidge. I think she is the connection to all of these seasons, right? But that still sticks with my theory that she's the angel of death, and everywhere she goes, she yeah. just fucking torments people. So, last, um, last question: yeah. Do you think Tanya will ever stop going to White Lotus hotels? Never. <laughs> if everybody <laughs> keeps dying. Yeah. But but the thing is, this this was the other point. So Armand was, you know, a local, like low, let's say low class hotel yeah. worker, right? Yeah. I mean, even though he's the manager, the concierge. Who are the non-rich people in the show? Portia, Mia, Lucia, right? Yep, yep. So I don't think the rich people are going to die. I don't, I don't think know. so. It seems like Mike White's theory is like, these people are impenetrable. They can do whatever they want, and nothing happens to them. I think it is you the know? people so that get like, shit on all the time, right? Like, Armand got shit yeah. on all the time. Yeah. And then yeah. he did the shitting. Um but yeah, I think like Portia and maybe Jack. I don't know. I definitely like people that get shit on in the yeah. show are just like disposable to all these rich people. Yeah. 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 And just even the comment in this episode is like, I should have gave that poor woman in Maui like the money to, you know, like 
It's just like an afterthought. Poor people. Yes. Yeah. It's like she has no thought for anybody below her station. Dude, yeah. She makes that clear. Rewatching that, she was like, I'm going to go to Aspen with Greg. I'm going to have to think about the spa. But here's this envelope full of cash. She gave her like 50 grand in cash and just walked away. Yeah. I was just like, gee, she really just paid her off. Like, wow. Yeah. Tanya just uses people and doesn't realize like people use her. (laughs) Yeah. As someone from a lower station, I'd be fine if someone handed me an envelope of cash. Hey, I will start my own spa with the 50 grand you gave me. I appreciate it, lady. (laughs) (laughs) But yeah, I think what was the other like Tanya is talking about. To, I think to Portia, like getting an annulment from Greg. She's not talking yeah. divorce. She's talking an annulment. So it's like well, he's going to be left they, with nothing. So that's another person that gets shit on, right? Is Greg? Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, he's rich, but not really because he he has to go back for work. Because if he doesn't, he's got nothing left. If Tanya well, leaves, or him. does Greg does Greg come back? Do we see Greg again? Yeah. Does he come back and? Tanya wants the annulment, and the the Italian guys are like the or the Tom Hollander and the crew are like, oh, we'll just kill Greg. Yeah, like then he can't get him. I mean, that's like that's another thing. He's a technically a guest too. Yeah, or is Greg? Did Greg not go home? And he's been Ooh. doing something there, and he's ends up dead. Like he's in the corner watching watching Quinn and Jack just go at it. <laughs> He never yeah. left. He's just at the villa in Palermo. <laughs> oh, shit. I can see that. Yeah. This is such a great show. I really yeah. think that I hope they do a third season. We're, we got two left, but, you know, I've heard doing the third that, season. Yeah. It's going to be hopefully in Japan or something like that. Well, I was, you know, a lot of people are theorizing like, you're like, oh, maybe they'll do a ski resort, you know, or, oh, yeah. Uh, like in the Swiss Alps or, some you know, uh, someone was saying like um, Hong Kong or Macau. Oh, dude, or, yes. I mean, there, there's so many possibilities for really great, like upscale, different country. You know, totally season. So yeah, HBO did drop something like 12 days ago that it's been renewed for season three. So yeah, you're right. Yeah, sick. Yeah, can't wait. Any, any? I was gonna say, any final thoughts on on this? Uh, you are you watching? No, anything I think else? we we covered a lot. I think one thing that I mean, I'm I still haven't watched this finale. I watched eleven episodes of Andor. I haven't watched the finale yet. Um, I'm watching the Texas Killing Fields on on Netflix right now. I just started that. That's near and dear to me because that. Actually, it happened in League City, where I have a house. Yeah, back in the seventies, eighties, and nineties. So, um, anybody who uh, this was happening when I was growing up in the area, so it's very interesting. Um, so go watch that. Um, still watching The Vow on HBO. Crazy. And uh, guess what? Come guess what starts Friday. Oh, uh, 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 uh,
Yes, that's a Slow that's my horse. horse. <laughs> I almost I was like White Lion, and I was just like mixing <laughs> up like White Lotus and Slow Horses. Oh uh, my god, cra- the crab feeder. <laughs> yeah, I hope Slow Horses. You put this two. up on YouTube so everybody can see my hand motions. <laughs> so good. <laughs> that's going to be the teaser for this episode on YouTube. <laughs> yeah, I can't wait for that. Yeah. I think I think it's like uh, the book uh, that it's based off is just called Dead Lions. So it's going to be really interesting about like old Soviet era like moles within the British yeah. government. So it's going to be really good. Yeah, yeah. I'm Looking forward excited. to it. Yeah. Uh, are you watching anything else? No, not at the moment. No, can't. I can't think of anything that's been enticing enough to bring up. So I'm going to start Andor. Um, but that's probably watch gonna be Andor. Yeah, it's one of the best shows of the year. It's really good. I keep seeing stuff um, like they're doing little things that are just blowing people's minds. Like, like I saw a clip about when he's in prison, he's always like looking and watching and seeing things, and it's just like, oh shit, that's really good. The the prison arc, I think it's three episodes, is like great. It's Amazing. so good. Damn. Um, one other thing. So the next week on Friday, we'll talk about Avenue Five and then White Lotus as well. Yep. When I get back, but one thing I want to. I'm going to watch some TV when I'm over in the UK and I'm going to give a, a little recap of what I watch over there. Perfect. It's probably mostly going to be like world cup coverage and analysis <laughs> and like British people talking about football. But I, I want to like pick a popular show over there and watch like an episode, like when it's on the BBC or whatever. You have to. See, yeah. Like see what they're into. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I can't <laughs> wait to put on the telly and uh, and check it out. Right. Oh, so, dude, so good. <laughs> I, I remember when I went to Italy like three or four times, like for work, like in the early 2000s, just the TV over there. I mean, it was all in Italian, so I had no idea what it was, but yeah. it was just so different. So I'm like, yeah. all right, let's see what this has to, let's <laughs> see what the UK has to offer. Awesome. Blanca said it's just usually like, coverage of the royal family and then football (laughs) (laughs) i can't imagine there's much else like yeah (laughs) yeah so good but then she's like i don't even know if i had a tv it's like i'm like okay then (laughs) so yeah Yeah. it's like okay never mind yeah (laughs) awesome yeah well cool man well we will connect and record and release when we get back from the uk so and thank you guys for listening. As always, you can hear us on all the major podcasting networks, Spotify, uh, Apple Pod, wherever, Google Pod, any of the pods. Um, you can email us at uh, canwekickit at gmail.com. Or sorry, canwekickit1 at gmail.com, right? Yep. And Instagram at canwekickitpod. Um and our website, kickingitmedia.com. So promise going into 2023, we will be a lot better on email and social media and our <laughs> website. Uh, Got to get that little construction worker with the cone off the website. No, it's, yeah, it's a little jackhammer. Jack <laughs> um, no, there actually is a website, and you can go and you can contact us through there. Um, and hit us up with some questions if you have any. And as always... <laughs>